What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So as always, get you a little something to drink and join us as we spill a lot of hot tea tonight. Please welcome our co-host, Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, hey, Claudia. How are you? You off the crap tables today? Yeah, but I'll be back out there. I got to go to a baby shower out there in Vegas again. It just keeps calling my name. I got to go get the money back I lost last week. Are you sure it's just gambling? Are you doing? Are you trying to sneak off and get married on us? Well, that's where I got married the first time. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> okay, no, don't do that again. But that was a no, so it didn't count. Right. <laughs> Please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? What's going on, Claudia and Al? So listen, I don't want to start no mess. <laughs> but the people told me that Al was the escort in L.A. and you was the escort in Vegas, Claudia. <laughs> I am too lazy to be a hoe. I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all. Like, don't believe the news. Yeah, you can find me in the one ads in the AARP magazine. <laughs> right. I hip don't do what it used to do, so nah. Man. Hey, y'all. Um, so listen, Al, let's just get right into it. You attended the uh, Sundance Film Festival and I saw you at all the parties this weekend. Tell us about it. It looked like a lot of fun. Wow, Claudia, it was so exciting. Let me tell you, there was like three things that stood out to me. First, I want to give a shout out to um, uh, Charles King. You guys who knows the CEO of Macro. He does a beautiful version of what I call Black at Sundance. And when I say that, he really offers a forum for you to engage the Black filmmakers, the writers, the directors, and the producers who you're seeing these budding new talent in Hollywood. That was just so overwhelming. The second thing that was overwhelming was the love that Fox Soul is continuing to get in these um, in these spaces. I was I was just really shocked at how much everybody stopped me and either asked about you, Funky, enjoyed the show, enjoying the, the uh, cocktails with Queens and the content at Fox Soul. And the last thing, Claudia, which is something you've been doing for a long time, is there was this huge influx of black women successful black actors and writers and directors just to see them like lena wyatt tiana taylor vivica fox was there i got to see her tabitha brown all of them all those creatives all those powerful women truly sending a message to hollywood that hey some things are about to change when it comes to black female content it was an, it was really incredible and i can't wait to show the video on friday's show so everybody can see all the uh, access that fox soul was given all right very nice and how are the parties you know me <laughs> now did you go to any movies or did you just go to the parties no i definitely i definitely no definitely definitely went to some premieres because it was so much good stuff like inez with Ta with tiana taylor she was like phenomenal obviously um megan good in harlem with that black writer tracy oliver I had to be there for that i went to um also the guy that wrote to live to die and to love the guy from detroit that young brother who was a producer and writer Right. I, I went to that premiere and then I also went to Komodo, Kom oh, shoot, K Kokomo City, which was about the transgender story. So those are the four that I hit. You know how it is, Claudia, there. It's like a hundred things going on at one time. Mm -hmm. So I specifically chose the things of color so that I could come back and share with the soulmates. All right. Very, very nice. Speaking of sharing, I hear Funky Deniva is no longer sharing your business on social media. Is your IG down again? Girl, they got me again, girl. <laughs> Listen, Instagram got it out for me, y'all. 
I'm back in jail for 30 days. And this time they didn't even tell me why I'm in jail. Two nights ago, I was laying in bed. I went to log in and the thing just said, you in jail for 30 days. So what did you do? (laughs) The only thing I can possibly think was maybe when I posted the post about the girl from Love and Lock Up 90 Days, Monique, and she know this boy don't want her. That's the only thing I can possibly think, but I don't know. How about okay. the boo-boo story? Nah, that ain't it. That ain't that ain't bad enough. Uh, they want me. I gotta correct the the pronunciation of Lena Waite's name. It's not Le- Lena Wyatt. They've been people on the chat going nuts because you know they love her, Al. So let me uh-huh. go ahead. She's amazing. Okay. Al, did you meet Tabitha Brown? Yes, and we talked. You know, Tabitha grew up literally 15 miles from me. She, we in our discussion, she grew up in Eden, North Carolina. I grew up in Ridgeway, Virginia, which is Horsepatcher, Virginia. And we both used to use the same gas station, believe it or not. And uh, we laughed about that because that was the only mall in Eden that you could go to as well as the only hospital. So, yeah, we had that conversation and it was really cool. Did she uh, smell like cocoa butter and Brussels sprouts? No, she smelled rich. Everything. <laughs> She's her and her husband smell rich. I mean, everything about them ooze success. Actually, everything about all those entertainers there ooze success. It was just, I'm going to tell you, Sundance, we need to do more of it. All right. We will definitely uh, keep y'all informed of the hot award shows here at Fox Soul. Moving on, speed of hot shows, Beyonce. Got slammed by social media by members of the LBGTQ plus community who are upset that she performed in Dubai. Now that's a country with strict same sex laws against same sex laws. Uh, People are also upset because she did not perform any singles from her Renaissance album. Someone wrote no beef, but I'm struggling to understand why Beyonce, who has a half a billion dollars, would accept 20 million dollars to make her debut performance of the Renaissance album, a record which heavily lifts from the queer culture in Dubai a country where LBGTQ rights are not recognized. Another person wrote, the fact that Beyonce has turned her back on more than half of her fan base and performed in Dubai, which is known for heinous anti-LBGTQIA laws, is insulting and infuriating. If she doesn't donate her millions to causes, then she's more deluded than I thought. Q, let's start with you. What do you think about the response of the LBGTQ plus community? What do you think? I mean, I definitely I definitely understand people's concern. I definitely understand people looking at her sideways. But I also understand that any and everybody walking would have took them twenty four million dollars. They put their morals to the side. They would have practiced cognitive dissonance and they would have took them twenty four million dollars. Now, this is all I want to say, because I'm not with the fake outrage. Yes, it does look funny. Her last album was dedicated to queer culture. But I'm going to need you to keep that same energy and I'm going to need you to not buy concert tickets in states where they have anti-LGBTQ laws. If y'all are so upset when she goes on her tour in the U.S., I need y'all to not buy tickets in those same states and keep that same energy. And I see that's a sentiment that you and T.S. Madison share because I saw her posting that uh, same thing about Mm -hmm. it. So that makes sense. If you want to protest, protest here in the states where America... Keep the same energy. Because here's the thing, Claudia. Mm -hmm. Listen. An hour worth of work for $24 You can't name one out. First of all, everybody who outraged in a cubicle making $19 an hour, okay? I would sell my mother up the river for $24 million for one hour, okay? And they would too. So y'all, 
cut it out. She went and got to the bag and maybe she'll use that money to advocate for LGBT rights in the, in the Middle East or wherever the hell it is. Geography is not my strong suit. Well, even her just being there knowing, listen, the whole entire country of Dubai knows that Beyonce's album is very pro community. Okay. Mm -hmm. So even if she didn't perform and promote it blatantly, we all know who she represents or who she really, uh, she does uh, care about. Al, what do you think about this story? Hey, hey, I agree with Q on this. This cherry picking activism is it's not allowed because we know there are 27 states in the United States that exercise the same type of laws that against the LGBTQ, not, you know, discrimination as uh, Dubai. So if we're going to have the outrage for what she's doing in the Dubai, make sure that you guys have the same outrage in those 27 states who who honestly have non-discrimination non-discrimination protection against sexual gender and orientation and that's in housing that's in um, accommodations and that's in employment so if you're going to be mad at her for doing it in dubai then you're going to be mad at all the 27 states that do it to you here in the united states correction i meant the city of dubai not the country i let me correct myself before y'all come for my throat y'all <laughs> all right moving on kylie jenner turned heads as she sported a gown with a faux lion's head attached at a, a fashion show in paris now many thought that kylie would get criticism from the pro animal organization PETA, but its president defended kylie PETA's president wrote that kylie's look celebrates the beauty of wild animals and may be a statement against trophy hunting in which lions and wolves are torn apart to satisfy human, human egotism. Okay, what are your thoughts on Kylie's look? That's number one. And are you surprised that PETA co-signed her dress? Al, let's start with you. Hey, the look to me, now this is my personal opinion, walking around with a big old tiger on your left shoulder, it looked crazy. I'm it's not gonna- a brooch. <laughs> well, that was a <laughs> oversized, created brooch, whatever it is. It looked crazy. I'm not going to say ugly, but nothing else. It, it didn't look cool or creative to me. And in fact, I, the first thing that would have come to my mind was the same way that people kill items and stuff them and hang them on the wall. I just felt like that that's what they did and put it on her shoulder. But I'm going to tell you, Claudia, you know how influential this family is when you can silence PETA with how and what that object on her clothes look like. But I'm going to tell you what the real talk was, was that job that Pat McGrath did on Doja Cat. Those 3,000 red crystals, that to me is what we should be discussing, or that's to me is what the media should be discussing, than that ridiculous thing that Kylie Jenner had on. Did you like that look on Doja Cat? It looked, I mean, at least it looked creative, right? To take five hours to put red crystals and red body paint and to create that that costume for her to wear. And she looked futuristic to me. She looked like in Wakanda when they transformed. I kind of got that look, but in the red, it just looked way more conversational than that that Kylie Jenner had on. Okay. I didn't like it, but okay. But she is definitely taking risks. Q, what you think about this Kylie Jenner fake lion head and Peter not tripping? Was this the Matt Ball Galatee? <laughs> <laughs> what was this? Where they was at? Paris. Paris. So listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I liked it. I like the oversized brooch, but I'm going to tell you something. Peter Follett. Because had this been anyone else fake or real, they would have been like, oh, they're promoting the killing of animals, so on and so forth. But because it is 
such an influential family. And because it is Kylie Jenner, I think that they're trying to get in that Chris Kardashian camp and get the Kardashians on their side. But I when it comes to Kylie and that that taxidermy fake lion on her, <laughs> on her shoulder. I mean, on one hand, it's kind of like, you know, when you wear faux fur, you really can't be criticized, although you are still promoting the idea of fur, right? You right. still promote right. the idea of a dead animal on you. I thought it looked kind of silly, but I guess fashion shows are supposed to do wild stuff like that. And, you know. Would you wear it? No. Okay. Maybe a little kitty cat, but not a big lion. But you know what? James Earl Jones did it first and did it best. So she can't see that. I'm just saying. And coming to America. It was that, that look has already been done before. All right, y'all. Quick commercial break. We'll be back with more tea right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. We are getting some complaints in the chat about you, Funky Dineva. They said we did not get the customer hand gesture at the top of the show, and they live for that. So they, they- Intr- introduce me again, Claudia. <laughs> Please welcome Funky Dineva. There you go. Thank you very much. They just didn't feel right going forward with the show until they got the customary hand gesture. I love it. I love it. I love y'all so, mates. <laughs> And the hand gesture is never going anywhere, even though it was born out of shade. And those that know, no, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so stupid. It so was. And you don't shade at me if you're not the one. And I'm cute and I'm here to read. And I'm so happy to be on this show. It was <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it was so late and tired, Jesus Christ. I and to even was. try to imply that this show was stolen from that, we would never. <laughs> you know what? We all should do it. <laughs> Claudia, you, you, you got to throw it to Al, and then Al got to okay. throw it to me. <laughs> Are we doing a wave? Oh, Lord. Al, doing it. What, am I supposed to do this? What? Oh, wow. It's like this. Yeah, uh, you gotta work on your gay hand. <laughs> Hold on. Yep. The wrist gotta be more loose. <laughs> All right, so uh, speaking of loose, we have an update on uh, TJ Holmes' alleged workplace escapades. Uh, allegedly had an affair with a former ABC intern after she sought Holmes out as a mentor. Uh, Jasmine Petaway, who was 24 at the time, had the alleged affair with Holmes in 2015 while he was still married to his estranged wife, Marilee. Big. Now, a source close to Petaway said he was a predator who took full advantage of his position and he was reckless. It was Jasmine's first real job in television. It was a big deal for her. She was looking for a mentor and she reached out to several people. TJ was someone who was responsive, but he absolutely abused the position of trust. Now, Holmes and Amy are allegedly in talks to get married. What do you think about this update, Al? You know, one thing that we're not going to do is we're not going to call him a predator. That's not fair because each one of those women that participated in what we found out, there's been multiple. Each one of them were grown women. Each one of them was consensual sex. There was no rape rape or anything like that going on. Now, Robin Roberts told us that he was dropping it. Oh, what does Swanky say? Dropping it low and spreading it wide. Said that he was driving low and spreading it wide. But with this particular instance, young lady, I don't feel comfortable with you calling him a predator when you also had sex with him in his office 
at the ABC studio. You know, if he was a predator and you didn't want it, it seems to me that, you know, you also wouldn't have dated him several months and been seen out canoodling with him in the streets, even though that he was married. So that's kind of like my feeling. But deep down, I feel like ABC knew about this. Now, if anybody ever worked in corporate America or on us in a studio, everybody knows your business. They know what you eat. They know where you go to dinner. They know where you live. They know what you wear. They know what you drive. ABC definitely knew about this affair. Okay, Q, what do you think? Do you think they knew? Yeah, no people knew. But listen, the Me Too movement, <clears throat> excuse me, the Me Too movement taught us that we supposed to believe a woman and we supposed to go with what she say and we supposed to support her and we not supposed to re-traumatize her. So she said this was her experience and I'm just going to practice what the Me Too movement taught me and I'm just going to go with it. Now, had I not had no Me Too education... I would have said you laid it low and spread it wide with TJ Holmes because you wanted to. Because she- <laughs> you would <laughs> too. <laughs> had I <laughs> had I interned? Oh, excuse me. Hold on. Ooh, what's in your throat? TJ oh. Holmes. <laughs> had I interned? Had I interned down to the thing? I'd have told them people they don't even got to give me a paid position, honey. I just want to remain on the TJ Holmes tutelage, okay? Um, baby girl, you were not taking advantage of. You wanted to hunch TJ Holmes. He fine. We all want to hunch him. Cut it. <laughs> okay. Um, I will say this. I agree. Uh, I don't think uh calling him a predator is right. If you, uh, you know, consensually agree to have sex and have a relationship with this man, knowing he's married, it kills me when a willing mistress later on says um, that he was a predator. I was taken advantage of. Now, did he lie to you and say, I'm leaving my wife and it's awful Mm -hmm. with her. And, you know, that's a different story when you sit there and sell a whole fairy tale to someone. That's one thing, you know, but if you're, if she knows what it is and you know what it is and y'all both adults and y'all did it, I mean, you you can't go back and rewrite history. I think that takes away from actual real victims of sexual assault and rape. And it waters down actual complaints that legitimate complaints that people really do have because there's a whole bunch of them in this business. We don't need to be piling on and fake ones. Now, TJ Holmes, for your part in this, you should know better. You, you, you know, you gotta, if you gotta mess with someone, should be a on the same level because this is what they're gonna do. They always do this. And for a reason, because they can make an argument that she wanted to keep her job. So she was scared to, to, to turn you down. You know, this is what they're going to do. So that's part of, that's kind of your fault. And why would you mess with so many people at work, TJ? You're in New York City. There's so many single women in New York City. What is wrong with you? I don't know. You get on my nerves. I never seen someone fumble such a big bag like that. It, it's just absolutely amazing. You think multiple they're going to get married? Multiple times. Multiple times. Yes. Like he How- went from like a huge platform to BET and then back, right? How horny are you, TJ Holmes? How horny are you? How many people do you think it takes to satisfy his sex drive, y'all? What do y'all think? I don't know, but I was going to answer your first question. Do I think they're going to get married? Yes, but I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to be to save their careers. Right. Y'all think Good Morning America going to hire them back? I don't think so. I mean, they did say it's... God, they did say it's not in violation of any of the, the, the clock. They're not in violation. So I don't know. I worked at Target and we had no fraternization with employees.
contract. So I don't understand how this can fly at Good Morning America. Just me. Well, I worked at Oak Tree, the North Attleboro Mall in Massachusetts, and there was no clause against it back then. I had a fine manager back then. Let me just tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all, moving on. Shakari Richardson posted about being kicked off an American Airlines flight. Take a look. Y'all see him, right? Okay. Okay, but I'm sorry. It's not me. Talk to him. No, no, no. Don't talk to me like that. I'm an adult. Do not talk to me like that. Do not talk to me like that. All right, Shakari posted the video with this caption. Tell me if I'll be wrong to pursue legal action against the airline at American Air. Not only did the man threaten me, but also an innocent bystander who simply just wanted a picture with me. Shakari continued, the disrespect I received would not have happened if I was one of them. One of them even stated, good luck with your ban. Uh, Q, what do you think about this? You know... I don't know what the situation was. She probably was in the right. You know, we see these flight attendants cutting up all the time. But this is the thing I want for Shikari. When you are a public figure, you've got to understand what your reputation is and what your image is. And I think that this is something that she should have just kept in her camera role. Because as of now, her reputation is that she's problematic She's troublesome. She's always getting into trouble. And while she just may be the victim in this situation, it just doesn't help the narrative. And she really didn't gain anything by posting it. So if I was her, I would have kept this in my camera roll. Okay. Al, what do you think? You know what, Claudia, this is a true example of cognitive dissonance. Shikari Richardson, unfortunately, is super talented. She's dope. She's a beast on the track. She's beautiful. She seems to always find controversy, though, and she appears to, to, in her mind, not figure out why. From what I could observe, and according to the incident report, it was not about race. It was about her not following the airline guide guidelines, which was your phone needed to be into airplane mode. Now, what's so interesting, everyone, is that American Airlines has taken a very strong stance against her statement of it being racial, and they have issued a statement that they take that accusation very serious, and they're also willing to pursue legal action if necessary for calling them a racist airline. So I don't know. My whole thing is I think that Shakari Richardson needs to work on, like Q said, you're a public figure right now, beautiful sweetheart, and you just can't respond to things and try to make them things that support your narrative all the time. Sometimes you just got to pull it back, take a deep breath, and 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 let it work itself out because the last thing you want to do is pick a line pick an uh, fight with an airline that has deeper pockets in you and not that you're not right it's just that they can ride longer because of the amount of money that they have yeah they can definitely do what they want i'm gonna say this about shikari you know when you get like maybe you do something wrong one time right and then you're forever like labeled that for everything else. Everything else you do is seen through that lens. I kind of think that's the issue with Shikari. She's young. She messed up one or two times, a couple of times. So now everything she does is like, she's just this. She's just, she's just ratchet. And I think that even when she, when I heard about this, you know, video, I expected her to be going the hell off. And then when I watched, I was like, didn't see that. Mm. The story that I saw that I read was she was asked to, to go on airplane mode and she did. And then the flight attendant was all up in her, all up in her, she was recording herself, which you can be on airplane mode and record yourself. And that's when it went left. And you do not, so I, I, I kind of feel bad for her because 
she's probably always going to be judged by messing up and not going to the Olympics for smoking weed after her mother died. And I think she, she's, she's damned if she do. I think she's never, no one, people are not siding with her. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's fair though. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a little more history there with her. And I think it's, I think she's going to grow past this. I think she's going to be, end up being one of the greatest uh, female track athletes that we've seen in a very long time. I just think there's a little bit of attitude adjustment, a little bit more growing for her to really get into her full stride. Did you, did you think she had an attitude on that in that video? No, I just, these are just, you know, working relationships, you know, she's, she's young. She's, she's figuring some stuff out. She has things that she feel very strongly about and it could come off as, you know, very difficult to work with, like being late to stuff. Um, we've read these reports about her in the past, but like I said, she's an amazing woman as far as an athlete, she's a beast. And I, I'm just hoping that she gets over this hurdle of feeling like, you know, life is against her or, you know, things are against her when they really aren't. I think they are, though. I think America is so disappointed in her because she came out of nowhere. She was the underdog, right? And we were all like, yeah, yeah, this girl, she's rough on the edge. We all rooted for her. And then when she did not make the team, we collectively were disappointed. And we keep making her pay for this. But Mm. her mom died. She smoked some weed. I get it. I understand the track laws. I ran track and I dated a track star. And it's very, very strict. You can't even have poppy seeds from from a bagel. But I don't know. I, I just don't think this girl should be crucified when we give a lot of other celebrities a lot of passes that beat up women. And this girl merely smokes some weed. You know, I don't know. But anyways, if we get more details on the story, we'll definitely bring that to you. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. If you love Jersey Shore, then get ready because this season is going to be the biggest family vacation ever. On Thursdays, the fam is traveling shore to shining shore. But don't worry. No matter where they go, they're born to be Jersey. Now they're hitting up Hollywood to support Vinny as he takes his talents from Vegas to Dancing with the Stars. Then they're cruising into the Carolinas for a big situation as Mike competes in the Cornhole Championship. And it all leads up to a big trip to the Big Easy where the fam will jersey up Bourbon Street. Don't miss your favorites. Fist pump their way across the USA and be there for all the meatball milestones. We're talking about pregnancy announcements and even an engagement. You don't want to miss this. Make sure to watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation all new on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central on MTV. All right, y'all, listen. This is a part of the show that sometimes makes me feel like we're about to get kicked off the air. Uh-uh, or... girl. We're going we gonna to push it to Friday. <laughs> Excuse me? We're pushing it to Friday. Are you the producer of the show right now? Yeah, that's um, what they told. That's what that's what we spoke about before the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know what? I appreciate it if y'all tell the lead moderator here that y'all making changes to the show so I don't look stupid once again. Thank you very much. The, sto- the, the story's still developing, child. His car is still in my driveway right now. So Uh-oh. I got Whose car? Is, is he the man still, that needed the water? Is he still in the bed is the question, Q. Oh. You have so company? I can't, I can't tell the story now because he's in there. Oh, okay. You have, you have company right now? 
he and them. Mm-hmm. So okay. I can't. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's 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 not get you in trouble. Okay. The Super Bowl <laughs> is around the corner, and Shirley Ralph and Babyface are performing during the pregame, and Ralph is set to sing "Lift Every Voice," and Babyface will sing "America the Beautiful." Are y'all looking forward to these performances? Absolutely. Babyface is legendary to me. I saw him at the Golden Globes. He looks good. He's a phenomenal musician. His finger is on the pulse when it comes to the culture. Shout out to Babyface. He has that new um, song with that new artist. And Shirley Ralph, like, jeez, like, come on. She is just getting all her flowers. Shirley Ralph is just so matriarch to me. She's beautiful. And look, did we forget Shirley Ralph is also a recording artist. She has two albums out. In fact, one of her albums actually charted in the Billboard 100 for for what? Uh, for a long time, on the dance charts at least. So I can't wait for her to tear up that song. And I'm just glad personally, because in our community, we've known Cheryl and her graciousness, her fabulosity and her talent for a long time. Now she's on this world stage. So now everybody can enjoy the beautiful Cheryl Lee Ralph that we all have known and watched for 30 years. All right, Q, are you excited about this? I know you're a fan of the old school R&B. So, you know, Al, you just told me something. I never knew uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph had any music. I love that Cheryl Lee Ralph is collecting her things. But I don't want y'all to take my black card from me. I'm just not for this lift every voice and sing at the NFL thing. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, we used to sing that song in the third grade assembly in elementary school in the cafetorium. One time for everybody who went to the cafetorium, it was the auditorium mixed with the cafeteria, the cafetorium. Um, It just, it's so performative to me. It's like, oh, we, we're going to let y'all sing. I'm, I'm just not here for Lift Every Voice and Sing at the at the NFL. Here's the thing, my I feel you on that a little bit. It's like one foot in, one foot out, because we have these producers that are Black, Jay-Z, and all these people that are involved with the Super Bowl now, right? Is, uh, is he still working on this one? Is he working on this one? I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, I, Super- I think it was a multi-year deal, right? It was a multi-year I think it was, Okay. Yeah. So on one hand, we got that. Okay. And I don't want it to be just symbolic, but then the NFL continues to do. Just reported a couple weeks ago about the whole thing. They just had that lawsuit about the concussions, how it was a different set of uh, different tests for black people that was like skewed against them. Mm-hmm. Y'all still have Ka- Colin Kaepernick banned from the league. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, it's like, it's like they do things that make it seem like we good, but we're not really all the way good. And it's really frustrating because it, it feels like. Dressing it up, right? They're dressing it up. They're giving us all these black entertainers to perform there. But what is really happening with the owners? What's really happening in the front office at these individual teams? That's where we need to see the systemic racism addressed and changed. I don't need to see a change in a production. I needed to change with procedures and policies and, and that stuff like that, at least for me. This is like dressing a pig up. It's symbolic. It's it, 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 it's symbolic. It's 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 visual. And that's all it is. It's no real change. Uh, what was that old man from Dallas that was caught at the at the counter with the racist protests? I mean, all of that stuff is still going on. And like I said, black people, we don't even sing lift every voice and sing. I mean, 
Only elementary school students. I bet y'all don't even know the second stanza. You know me and Al don't. Nah, nah, nah. Oh my God. <laughs> nah, on either nah, nah, road, nah, nah, we nah. tried bitter the chestnut. <laughs> felt in the days when in hope. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, to be fair, Yes, I do understand that change takes time. He can't get in there just like when Barack Obama was president. You can't just get in there and change this old white organization. I get that. But I just wish, I, I, you know what? I think if the NFL really wanted to like flex, they should, let, they should let juveniles sing back that ass up. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's more relevant to black people. And y'all going to kill me about coming for Lift Every Voice and Sing because I know it's the National Negro Anthem. But I think we would go up for, you a big, fat woman with your back, that ass up. Carmen, we would go up more for that than we would Boy. Every Voice and Sing. I'm just Damn, saying. are we just ratchet as a people? No, no, we refuse. We refuse. This. Don't, don't use this good internet for that now. Or electric slide. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, you said don't use this good internet? We talk about booty stuff all time. The internet, the internet been ruined on this show. Okay. Oh well, we're going to take a quick cue. Take us a commercial, Mr. Producer. Go ahead. We want to hit an electric slide at the NFL. And with that, we're going to slide into a commercial. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. We were talking about that Super Bowl story about Lift Every Voice playing. What songs would you rather hear? You said back that ass up, Q. Any other songs? Al, you got a song you'd rather them play at the Super Bowl that'd be more appropriate? Mm -mm -mm. I want a song to make all people that are non-Black feel the pain. And I just feel like that song takes it way back to the slavery days and remind them how horrible and racist they could be. And I love it. But it's hurting us too in the process. Well, you know, sometimes you got to give to get. So you do you think they're going to feel bad? They're going to be drunk off course, light in the stand? Of they, course, they're going to be like, not this song again. Ooh, I feel so bad. I had the slavery, restitution, all that stuff. Mm, okay, well, we shall see. It's going to be in Arizona and Phoenix this year. Anybody got any plans to go? Al, you going to the party? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there for well for Fox Solo. Maybe I'll bring back some footage. Yeah, of course. Okay, well, I might be out there as well. We'll see what happens. Awesome. All right, y'all. I'm sure you heard the news about Christian Rock claiming to be pregnant with Blueface's baby. Well, Bobby Light shared his thoughts on Christian's alleged alleged pregnancy. Bobby wrote, "Since everybody want to be fake and not keep it real on Beyonce's internet, I'll go ahead and say it, Christian, my sweet baby. You are not ready for a baby. One day, yes. And I say this with so much love." Just take this time to grow and evolve. You can do it. I believe in you. But Krishan was not pleased with what Bobby had to say. Take a look at her response. I'm like, damn, my whole network on your whole life. What are you talking about already? I could take care of your other part too. Like, interesting. That's weird. Yeah, weird. Like, all right, y'all. Do you agree with Bobby Lights had to say? And what about Krishan's response? Akil, what you think? So first and foremost, Bobby Lights actually looked very good in that picture. And he didn't look like botched Bobby. Let's start there. He looked very good. But I'm going to say what my grandma say. 
She need a baby like she need a hole in her head. Bobby, <laughs> my, my, my grandma used to always say that. She need a baby like she need a hole in her head. Listen, you can't even take care of your dental hygiene. How the hell can we expect you to take care of a damn newborn, all right? She don't need a baby. She need therapy. She need an exorcism. She need church. She need revival. She need prayer. She need a whole lot of things. But a baby is the last of them. And ladies, I have told y'all on this good internet forever in a day, the quickest way to lose a man is to have a baby from him. All right. And if you think that this is going to solidify your relationship with Blueface, you got another thing coming, young lady. <laughs> yep. Al, uh, what do you think? You know, there's so many interesting uh, aspects to this. Number one, I think that th her wanting this child or having this child is more related to keeping her storyline moving forward. We all know that having babies and, and, and getting married keep, gets you another season. I think that she comes from a toxic family environment. She's very vocal about and considering everything that she has going on, it's toxic. And I hope she's smarter than to bring someone into an environment that was parallel to hers. And lastly is I want the old Christine back. Do you guys remember they're showing all her old footage of when Can you she please call her Krishan? Krishan, sorry. Krishan <laughs> back because um, she she was so beautiful. She was pretty. Her body was like a goddess. She was a track star. She was very articulate. She was she when they showed her old interviews and, and when she was in in the public eye, she made complete sentences. I don't know. I, I feel like that percent Krishan, sorry, that Krishan. I wouldn't mind having a child, but this one right now in the environment that she's in and the relationship that she's in and the fun that she's having and, and, and all of that, it's just not proper and it's not it's not healthy for a newborn. I, I didn't think the response to Bobby was warranted, but once again, we spoke on the show about conflict resolution. No one can take any kind of criticism without popping off and I want to fight. When I got money, okay. You are you are getting paid right now, but at what cost, Krishan? Krishan, a lot of people believed and agree with what Bobby said. He just put it on the internet. And I think he came off, uh, it, you know, people can say he did it for clout. I don't think so. Everyone's speaking on you. You're a hot topic every single week. And I think if you would like take the emotion, the ego out of it, you can hear that he was actually not negative. It wasn't mean. You know, people have said a lot worse about you, but I do think you're in a narcissistic abuse relationship. I think I do think you are very far gone. I, I, I would like to see you get some help for your trauma because I've seen some stuff on her where she talked about being abused as a child when her other siblings would get in trouble. She would be abused with along with them. And I think she's got a really sad story. I really do. And if you don't if you don't deal with your childhood traumas, it's going to it's going to show up in all aspects of your life, especially in your relationships. You're going to have these blocks. Trust me, I know. And Krishan, don't come for me, but I agree with Bobby, you know? And, and I think that, you know, we see the relationship with Blue kind of falling apart right before our eyes. And maybe this is a last ditch attempt to hold on. And that's not the way you want to bring a baby into the world. I know you don't want to have any more abortions. I know you've talked about aborting three already. <sighs> I don't know. I, I can't tell you what to do with your body because, you know, I, don't, I also don't want to be telling you to get an abortion, but Damn, girl, don't get mad at Bobby for stating the obvious. 
We all want you to win. You got 2.6 million followers. You are, you got a million followers more than, than Blueface. And people keep saying you're the star. If you would just harness that energy and get yourself together, I think you have a lot of people rooting for you. I really do. But you Here's gotta. She ain't gonna have, she, that girl ain't having no baby. Do you think she's even pregnant? Well, her mother says that she didn't think she was pregnant, right? I don't think well, so. Blueface's mother hates her. I, I don't think so. I, 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 and I, I don't think we'll see a full term. If she is pregnant, I don't think we'll see a full term pregnancy. Well, she, yeah. That's deep. Well, I mean, you can't get in fights when you're in early stages of pregnancy. You can't drink. You can't smoke blunts. You can't do all these things. Like, that's the most treacherous time and dangerous time the first three months, your first trimester. So, all right, y'all. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, shout out to all the people in the chat. I heard we've been well over 4,000 uh, all night. So thank you so much, soulmates, for rocking with us. Okay, let's get into this scammer story. A man by the name of Devon Tinson, a.k.a. David Cunningham, was arrested in California after allegedly, listen, he broke into someone's home while the person was out of town, but it doesn't stop there. He also changed the locks, moved in, and allegedly gave the police a fake rental lease al what you think about this story brilliant or evil this is grossly concerning claudia because not only did he break into the place not only did he change the locks and and create a fake lease but he also threw a housewarming party and invited all of his friends in addition when the police came the police told the property owners that they had to go to court in order to get their home back can you imagine coming back from vacation or wherever you were from only to come back and see that someone is basically squatting in your place and the police telling you that you got to wait to go to court that to me is insane and claudia this concerns for me because you might be a new homeowner and you're always on the streets i think you better make sure you get those um cameras and stuff because it looks like they're able to to do these types of things with no problem it looked very like he did it very easily and he's a well-known card artist so i don't know this is scary to me it did cross my mind because I've been in high rise for the past four years and I felt very safe. I'm perched up like nine, 14 floors up and it's, there's a doorman, there's security, there's a fob. And to mm. be in a house where someone could do this. And now the laws make it where these these scammers, they know the law. They know the ins and outs. Q, what you think about this? So, you know what? I think it's one thing if somebody was renting your property and then they don't leave and they say you got to go to court. I think it's another thing when you say, officer, I went out of town on Monday and my house was empty. And on Friday is somebody in here. They should be able to remove that person. But you know what I would have did when the police left? I would have broken to my own house and beat his ass. OK, I'd have called my uncles and my cousins and I would have beat his ass and threw him out my damn house. I'm sorry. I'm not waiting 30 days to get a court date. Then I'm not waiting another 30 days for him to respond then another 30 to 60 days for the sheriff to come while I'm paying a mortgage? No, ma'am. I get his ass out of there in 30 minutes. <clears throat> you know, some states have the laws are on the buy, the, the owner's side and some laws, uh, the, some states, the laws are on the, the tenant side. I had a, a house in Arizona years ago with my investment property and I put all new furniture in it. I got it right before the Super Bowl was there and I had these uh, renters in there and they were military. So I thought they had, you know, the background check was good. 
they got in and decided they just they said we know who you are and we just don't want to pay the rent anymore i go uh, why because i'm on a game show i don't make that much money. i mean i'm good but i don't make that much they ruined all the furniture and they took off they owed me about five months rent and i couldn't find them in certain states you really, the, the owner of the house has very little rights because they protect the tenants because of some of the things that have happened to them it's really messed up and i really wanted to get into real estate and have a lot of rental properties but now i don't because of stories like this i'll be damned if i'm paying a mortgage and you live in rent-free in my place. They said this guy was also driving their car and put it all aboard on his TikTok. Can you imagine? Yikes. I don't know how you sleep easy at night. I couldn't sleep easy at night knowing that these people are aware that I'm in their house and they might come in here and beat my ass with a baseball bat. Well, allegedly, Q, he's a well-known con artist in Los Angeles. Like, he's pretended to be the son of an L.A. politician. Um, he's also said that he was a law student. Uh, so he, he's quite a chameleon, um, quite a chameleon. And, you know, said he graduated from Southern State University. But it clearly seems like he's got some mental issues that need to be addressed because this, this has got to stop. And he took advantage because California is one of the states that is very tenant friendly. They are definitely protective of the tenants which is good and bad, depending on, on who you are. All right, y'all, let's get into this social media influencer. Ari Fletcher called out an Airbnb owner for exposing that she stayed in their home. Now, the owner of the Atlanta property allegedly posted behind-the-scenes photos of Ari inside the home to promote the property to get more tenants and more, more renters in the Airbnb business. Ari wrote, if I paid for an Airbnb like a regular normal customer, why would you post pictures of me inside your Airbnb telling people that we were there? That's so unprofessional. And I was working on something private. I haven't been at an Airbnb in years. And this is why. Because that bleep is ghetto. She continued, people saying I posted a picture in the house. So I never posted what I was doing or who I was doing it with. That's bleep they saw and watch on the cameras. Okay, so they watch on the cameras and post the pictures. Uh, does Ari have a point, Q? What do you think about this? She 100% has a point. The, 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 the landlord or the, the owner of the Airbnb was wrong. However... I do understand when you're just a normal person and you have a celebrity in your house that you, you, you know, you may get a little excited and want to promote it and put it up. Look, I have a celebrity stay here, but he didn't, he or she didn't think that went through and, and Arby's 100% right. It, it's completely unprofessional. Agreed. Al, what do you think? Well, I think in this case, two things can be true at the same time. We've said it a lot on this show. You guys know that I used to have a couple of Airbnb properties. Uh, Claudia, your ex used to have an Airbnb property. So they do have a right to put cameras in heavy traffic areas. They can't put them in the bathroom or the bedroom, but they can put cameras in places to make sure that you don't tear up their property. However, he did not have a right to use her likeness to market the property. But, you know, let's be clear, the policies are stated once you sign up and log in and book that property. It tells you clear as day right there that the property is being surveyed. I mean, uh, surveillance and cameras will be on the property. You know, it's messed up that he, he could have probably just asked her for a picture. Uh, my ex, KJ, he would always meet the tenants before um, they would go into his house. And he found that that get a, it created a better bond and a better rapport. They'd have more respect for the property if they saw the, the homeowner eye to eye. He could have done that and met her and then asked her, hey, do you mind if I take a picture? I'll post it after you leave. He could have done that. But I would be creeped the hell out if you had cameras in the kitchen yeah, the common areas, I get it, it's fine. But then you screenshot of those pictures and put those on your Airbnb. 
I could have been smoking weed. I could have, you know what I mean? Like anything that wasn't good for my brand that I'm thinking I'm in private area. I think that was mad disrespectful. He could have handled it a different way. All right, y'all, Roland Ray is finally in the news for doing something positive, and we like to give people their flowers. Ray, we we don't hate you, Ray. After getting a new apartment, Roland Ray shared that he gifted his new neighbors with free Wi-Fi. He wrote, I decided to gift my neighbors with free Wi-Fi. I set up a separate guest Wi-Fi with no password because I know how it is to not have Wi-Fi when you need it the most. Uh, would you guys do this for your neighbors, Al? Let's start with you. And what do you think about that? <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a cool idea, but Roller Ray, you look like you living in a high-rise luxury apartment with all of that square footage. I don't think your neighbors that live in those type of properties need your free Wi-Fi, in my opinion. But on a larger scale to me, I don't think anybody, including Roland Ray or myself, should be paying for Wi-Fi. Uh, in order to exist. I just feel like America in general has gone from analog to digital and we should all have Wi-Fi for free. I agree. Q, what you think about this? I think that was cute for Ray to do that. You know, and I'm glad that Ray is actually in the news this time for something positive. Um, me personally, I would not have my Wi-Fi open because I do too much banking and bill paying over the internet and people can hack into your system like that. But shouts out to Ray for giving the people Wi-Fi. I'm going to say this about him. Um, he's come a long way in the last few years. and He's definitely glowed up, you know what I mean, in, in all areas. And, um, you know, we have fun with him, with the stories about him sometimes, because he's a he's a lot to, like, entertain. He's very entertaining. I like that he thought about people that may not need it, although I'm sure, like Al said, in his build, they probably do. But I thought that was a very cute thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't cost him any extra money to do it. So I ain't mad at it. Uh, good job, Roland Ray. All right, y'all, real quick, let's try to squeeze this story in. Uh, a 27-year-old, 47-year-old sailor who was lost at sea for 24 days survived on ketchup and garlic powder. The sailor, Elvis Francois, said severe weather conditions dragged his boat 700 miles away from St. Martin. Francois said the only food on the boat was a bottle of ketchup and garlic powder, so he mixed them with water. What are your thoughts on the story? And if you were stranded with two items of food, what would it be? We don't have that much time, so let's get into it real quick. Al, what do you think? I would like chicken and pasta if I was stranded. And I think this is a great story. I can't wait for him to turn it into like a docu-series, a book idea, or even a movie idea. Okay. Q? I'd have just asked the Lord to come get me because I don't know. I could have stayed out there that long eating no damn ketchup and no garlic powder. And rainwater. And rainwater. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just asked the Lord to come get me. And 24 hours at sea at that. Where was his phone? I don't know. That's a long time I see. When I do the Tom Joyner cruise on day seven, like it's a good amount of time. I'm like, I'm ready to get off, but like seven days max. Twenty-four yeah. days. He didn't have no fish, he didn't have no fishing equipment to catch a fish. I don't think so. He, I, you know, from according to the story queue, he was just doing repairs on the coast or something like, you know, so his boat was just like a sailboat that had, you know, he was just doing repairs. He didn't Plan on. Well, when it started drifting, he should have jumped off the boat and let the sea have it. But I just don't get doing stuff like that by yourself. Like, I would have to have somebody with me. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. I want to thank my fantastic co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, for being here. Of course, you guys in the YouTube chat, thank you for watching us. Stay tuned for the Sharpton Sisters. And we're going to see you on Friday, where Q is going to tell us about his shenanigans. Hopefully, it does not involve Dookie this time. <laughs> and he can tell us about who is in his house right now. What's his name, Q? Can he hear us? No. Hey, oh, gentlemen, caller. 
<laughs> and don't forget, I'm going to be previewing Sundance. All right. We'll be. Bye, we'll so